And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a special hello goes out to the director of media for the Boston Bruins alumni, Mr. Mark Bolander. Nice to see you, Marky. Number 99, center, Wayne Gretzky. Number 9, Bobby Cole. If, if I may have your attention. This is Mario Lemieux. Number 9, Cody If I may have your attention, please. Welcome to the Pro Hockey Alumni Podcast. The home of behind-the-scenes interviews, stories, and memories that celebrate the heritage of the great game of hockey. The Pro Hockey Alumni Podcast is hosted by Mark Willand. Episode 13 of the Pro Hockey Alumni Podcast is a tribute to NHL and WHA veteran Ab McDonald, who passed away on September 4, 2018, at the age of 82. Ab played 762 regular season in the 84 NHL playoff games, followed by two seasons in the World Hockey Association, where he was the Winnipeg Jets' first captain. Now, Ab's a Winnipeg, Manitoba native. He won the Stanley Cup with the Montreal Canadiens in 58 and 59, and then again with Chicago in 1961. He actually scored the game-winning and Stanley Cup-winning goal in the final game of the 61 Finals. Ab finished with 182 goals and 248 assists for 430 points during his 14-year NHL career with Montreal, Chicago, Boston, Detroit, Pittsburgh, and St. Louis. He was the first ever captain of the expansion Pittsburgh Penguins in 67-68. Ab was very well liked and highly respected as a person and a player. To help us pay tribute to Ab, We've invited three of his friends from his WHA days on the show, and they are legendary Winnipeg broadcaster and Winnipeg Jets historian Peter Young, followed by WHA original Winnipeg Jet Norm Bowden, and finally the great WHA goaltender and also, of course, Winnipeg Jet original and close friend of Ab McDonald's, Joe Daly. We're joined by broadcaster Peter Young. And Peter, the loss of Ab McDonald is a real loss for the hockey community in Winnipeg. Yeah, one of the real legends in Winnipeg, of course. And, uh, you know, Abby was the captain, and then he passed those duties on to Lars Eric Schuberg, who also passed uh, due to cancer, but uh, many, many years ago. And, you know, those were the two WHA Jet captains until until uh you know they moved into the nhl and uh you know you couldn't have two better ones and two better human beings and better hockey players than than lars eric schubert and and abby mcdonald just you know revered here in winnipeg big part of the community great part of all the charitable uh, you know obligations that that you know befit guys that that retire in their hometown and you know just a just a really really uh, legendary figure who you know, coincidentally, I moved here two years after the WHA started, so I didn't start broadcasting for the Jets till the 1974 season. And uh, we moved into a suburb of, of Winnipeg, um, and uh, and coincidentally, 
uh, one of our neighbors just across the street uh, who we became great friends with, uh, they were close friends with Ab and his wife. And so, you know, I met Ab, uh, you know, in a different light when I saw him as, as just a neighbor and a friend. In fact, he was the godfather to one of the children of, of this neighbor who still remains a great friend to this day. So, you know, it, it, it's more than hockey that he did. He was He was immersed in the community and really found it difficult to say no to anybody. He uh, obviously uh, is one of that that group of guys in Winnipeg. I think of uh, Duke Edmondson and uh, Larry Horning and Bob Wojtowicz, the early crew of the Jets, the the originals, and then going on through time um, with Joe Daly, Normie Bowden, uh, guys like that. It seemed like a a, a very close group um, during their career and then after their career. The guys who were in Winnipeg, uh, they seem to have a great rapport, not only among themselves, but with the fans as well. Well, I mean, it's just coincidental that I talked to Norm today. I mean, Norm is, uh, I'm sure you've heard in that part of the country, uh, the tragedy of the Humboldt Broncos uh, junior team back in April when 16 players were killed in a bus crash. Normie, Normie uh, knew one of the families, and in fact, we talked today about doing a charity game. But, but he also, you know, played with Abby, and and uh, you know, I, it, Norm was the assistant captain, and Ab was the captain in the first year. And Abby, in fact, scored the very first goal for the Winnipeg Jets right. in that, against the New York Raiders in in day one of the league. So, you know, the camaraderie is unbelievable. Joe Daly was a very very close friend with Abby. Joe still lives here. Norm doesn't. Norm lives in Vancouver, but. You know the guys that still live here. You know, still golfed with them uh, often, including as as recently as you know a month ago at the Brian Trache tournament here that we have every year. And you know, uh, it, you know, uh, Billy Lasuke is still here. Duke is still here. Perry Miller is still here. So you know, the guys do get together and reminisce and and. Uh, well, some good great stories are told. I'm telling you that. <laughs> right, I can imagine. <laughs> well, I. Also work with the Boston Bruins alumni, and you know Ab was a uh, a player here for a year. It says a lot about him. He was also the first captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You remember what number he wore in Boston? I have no idea. He <laughs> <laughs> wore number twenty-one for the Bruins. Very good. See, that's why we had. That's why I wanted to have you on here because uh, your depth of knowledge goes even further than I would have suspected. But, um, it's one of the few places where he didn't. You know, he wore 21 for the for the Bruins. He wore 20 when he you know played in the expansion era with uh, St. Louis the first year they came into the league in '67. But uh, everywhere else he was uh, in the teens. You know, he wore 14 here in Winnipeg. He wore 14 in in um, Montreal, and uh, he wore 14 in the Great Chicago Stanley Cup team with with his great friend Bobby Hall. In fact, Bobby was just in town. We had a WHA reunion for the 78, uh, 77-78 team in May, and thankfully, you know, Abby was there, and uh, he got to reminisce with all the guys. Even though he didn't play in that team, you know, there was 20 guys came back into town, right. including three or four from, you know, Veli Pekka Katola from Finland, Hexi Rioranta from Finland, and Anders Anolf from Sweden. It was just an incredible reunion, and Bobby came in from Chicago, even though he's a little bit immobile now, you know, those two guys sitting at a table, just think of the stories that, that <laughs> could, could come out of a table like that because, you know, they, they, they you know, they're, they're legendary. And, and uh, you know, somebody, somebody asked Abby, uh, you know, who are some of the guys you played with? 
Abby said, well, there was Delavaux and then uh, Boom Boom and, and Dickie Moore and uh, Doug Harvey and Jacques and, oh, Glenn Hall and Gordy Howe and Stan Makita and Bobby Hall. And we said, okay, that's, that's enough. You know, that's, that's it. That's good. We, we get the picture. Well, well, he played it, with some legend, legendary guys. He really did. He played with some legendary franchises as well. You know, not only well, the Bruins were in a down period then, but he also won the Stanley Cup with Chicago. And yeah, three, um, three straight, three straight cups with Montreal and one with Chicago. That's pretty good. Four years in a row. Four years, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, I was in fact, I, I, other than the great Oiler teams. I wonder if that's ever happened before. It's certainly not on somebody that's won it on two teams. You know, he really that the first year he won the cup and he got his name on the cup. You know, he played with Rochester the whole season, but he got called up for the playoffs, and he only got into two games, but uh, that got his name on the cup because he did play in the final. But then, you know, he was a big contributor both in the playoffs and, and the regular season the next two years when they won the cup. And then, you know, of course, they won the cup the next year in 60-61 with, with the Blackhawks. And, and so, you know, those were, those were you know, pretty impressive numbers when you think of... Uh, you know, I'm not going to say he was a journeyman player. He, you know, he never was a huge goal scorer, uh, you know, but he still ended up playing over 750 games in the NHL and another 150 in the WHA. So, you know, that's uh, that's close to 1,000 games. And, and uh, in that era, um, when there was only six teams to start with when he started playing, uh, there weren't that many guys that were making it in the NHL. Right. And certainly... When you played in a six-team National Hockey League, uh, you know, if you were a, oh. let's say you were a center, the, uh, there were only 18, essentially, in the entire league. You, you were playing. I, yeah. I, I had this conversation with Johnny Busick about a year ago, and he was there with a friend of his. I said, you realize that when Johnny played, he played against a Hall of Fame goaltender every night. So every night, yep. depending on the year, you're playing against Glenn Hall, Terry Sawchuck, Jacques Plant, whomever. Yeah, there, and, there was no nights off in that in those days. Right. You looked up, you looked across you, and the guy across you was good, no matter who you were. Absolutely. So it says a lot about now, Ab, Johnny B- Johnny Busick. Do you still ever keep in touch? Or oh, absolutely. We see uh, Johnny. Uh, he's still involved with the Bruins alumni, and he still goes to every Bruins yeah. game. So one uh, one year in Montreal at the NHL draft, he has a very good friend that was a was a an executive in the Western Hotel chain by the name of Brian Horniak, who is a good friend of mine. We were in Montreal for the draft and uh, went out for dinner in old Montreal, and I'd, I'd never had muscles in my life, okay? And, <laughs> and, and we were at this fancy restaurant in old Montreal, and Johnny Music orders about 10 appetizers of muscles. I think I, I think I uh, I looked like some seafood by the time we walked out of there that night. But I learned to love something that, that I never tried before. Well, that's good. That's a good experience too. And as you said, you know these guys have stories. The types of which, uh, oh, and, and, and it's like I said, when you lose a guy like Ab McDonald, recently Johnny Shella, um, you lose well, Johnny Shella. Johnny Shella was. I played junior against Johnny Shella. Johnny Shella's a Thunder Bay boy right. that, uh, you know, was, uh, he played for the Fort William Canadians when I played for the Fort William Hurricanes. So, um, you know, I was nowhere near ever, ever as good as any of those guys because I, I also played against, you know, guys like the Ouchers and the Fadun's and the Trognitzes that, you know, made it in the NHL. Uh, you know, but uh, just the just the thought of some of these guys that, you know, were WHA superstars that, uh that we're all getting to the time period now where where uh, we're losing some of these guys. Absolutely. And it's, and it's you know it's 
it's sad, but you know, Abby had an incredible life and uh, lived it to the fullest up to a month and a half or so ago. And then, you know, it, it just struck him so bad. I mean, it was, uh, he went from, I won't say perfect, but still being able to out and play golf in the middle of June, uh, actually the end of June, and to the point that, you know, you know, he lost 45 pounds in the last month. And wow. you know, that, that's it's a sad, sad, sad story. And we're here with Norm Bowden, one of our all-time favorite players and an original Winnipeg Jet and a good friend of the recently deceased Ab McDonald. And Norm, I know it's a, a sad time losing a great friend like Ab. Um, can you tell the fans who may not have known him or, or known a lot about him what type of a man he was? Well, you know, uh, like you said, we've lost uh, our number one captain for the Winnipeg Jets and uh, we've lost a great uh, man at, of hockey and uh, we've lost a great family man and I know that uh, the Winnipeg uh, people will certainly miss him because he was uh, certainly a great ambassador to the game he's uh, you know he was in Winnipeg uh, you asked him to go to uh, benefits you know golf tournaments and raise money and he was always there to answer the bell and of course he was a great hockey player he was uh, a winner no matter where he went he won and uh, uh, we have nothing but uh, praise for uh, mcdonald and uh, you know i'd like to offer my condolences to the uh, mcdonald family and his wife pat uh, they were certainly um, friends of ours from day one when we went to Winnipeg, and he was a great guy to know. Well, that's very nice of you, and it's guys like Gab McDonald, you know, guys like Norm Bowden that really make the game great, uh, the the players, the people, and um, it's uh, obviously, uh, as I was discussing with Peter Young earlier, a very close-knit group, that, that first group of Winnipeg Jets, um, and stayed close, uh, you know, with a lot of those guys through uh, their post-careers. Can you talk a little bit about the camaraderie that, that group of guys had? Well, you know, uh, as, like I said, was our first captain, and, and he was the leader right from the beginning, and uh, he... Uh, he we had cohesiveness, you know, on our team because of Ab McDonald. You know, he would say, "Okay, guys, we're uh, going somewhere," and we, you know, all follow him. And uh, he kept the, the team together, and uh, he kept the team uh, loose. And uh, and that's the reason we were winning in that uh, first year. So, uh, I, you know, we can't say enough about it. <laughs> we, he led the uh, Winnipeg Jets, and uh, we were uh, happy to be, you know, on his team. Had you played uh, against or with Ab prior to joining the Jets in '72? Uh, yes, I played uh, very little against uh, Ab McDonald, uh, but uh, you know, he was a tough competitor, and uh, like. We all know he was with the Blackhawks and the Wands and Stanley Cups, and and uh, so you know he was a, he was a tough competitor in the corners and uh, a very very good uh, with the puck. He saw the ice very well, and uh, he, he was hard to play against. <laughs> 
We're joined by legendary Winnipeg Jets goaltender Joe Daly. Very few people knew Ab McDonald as well as Joe did, of course, as players with the original Winnipeg Jets and Winnipeg Natives. They also contributed a lot to the Winnipeg community, a lot of charity events together and remained friends uh, throughout their post-career. Joe, I was wondering if you could give us some insights on Ab McDonald, the player, and the person. Well, Abby was certainly uh, a wonderful player. I mean, he played on some great championship teams, and and he and you know was uh, instrumental in uh, in a couple of uh, expansion teams, being Pittsburgh and St. Louis, and and certainly uh, contributed immensely when uh, the WHA got started at, in Winnipeg, his hometown. So, uh, you know, as a player, I don't I don't think he's often been regarded as a top-flight player, but uh, I think that's uh, a mistake. Uh, Abby played uh, on that great scooter line in Chicago uh, that won the Stanley Cup in 61, and and uh, if you ask anybody that ever played with him, you'd find out that uh, he was conscientious and, uh, and, like I say, played the game uh, for 200 feet, uh, <laughs> which is the right. size of a rink. And uh, as a person, I don't think you could meet a a more friendlier, um, nicer guy than than Abby. Uh, he uh, he was a, a fellow that uh, cared about everyone, and certainly uh, tried to mentor uh, as many of the young fellows that he encountered along the way, including myself. And uh, I know that uh, you know as a as a hometown boy in Winnipeg. Uh, he uh, kind of took me under his wing early in my career, and uh, wherever we were together, uh, we certainly had uh, had great times. And and as a as a Winnipegger, I mean, uh, I don't think there's been too many uh, golf tournaments or charity events that I've hasn't attended and and been a contributor to the community in a great way. And certainly as a family man, uh, loved his family and uh, had five wonderful kids and. And now he's got seven grandchildren and one great-grandchild. And uh, it's too bad that uh, he's not around anymore to cherish those those people. And uh, But he'll never be forgotten, uh, certainly here in Winnipeg. And I, I think all of, all of hockey has lost a, a great gentleman. Well, they certainly have, and that's very well said. Joe, it reminds me as you're speaking, it seems that that group of particularly the original Winnipeg Jets, you know, yourself, the Duke Edmondsons and, um, you know, Ab McDonald's and Norm Bowden's seem to have a real close bond over the years that seems to have even strengthened as time has gone on. There's no question about that. I mean, there was a good group of us Winnipeggers that came home to get the league started and, uh, and even those that joined in, I, uh, it's often been said that, um, uh, the players that played on that first-year uh, team uh, were as closely knit as any group I've ever been associated with. And maybe it was because uh, of the fact that, uh, the, like I say, there was a number of us from Winnipeg. Uh, we were coming home to play. Uh, some left the National Hockey League, and certainly uh, a large group were getting a chance to come out of uh, out of the minor leagues and, uh, and uh, earn a you know, a few more bucks and and uh, play in a league that eventually uh, had to be taken over by the National Hockey League. So that's probably uh, 
the big reason that uh, that we were so closely knit. And then, of course, uh, we can again go back to guys like Abby and Billy Sutherland and um, and Bobby Hall, uh, bring making sure that uh, we knew what we were there for, uh, along with having a a, a great deal of fun and. Uh, you know, Abby was our captain and uh, and set a great example for for the future captains of teams in 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 our city here. And uh, so it was uh, it was unique. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I can't speak for the uh, the teams and players of today and and their togetherness. I think the group here right now is 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 talked about as being. Uh, uh, you know, a group that really gets along well together, and I know how important that is uh, in in team sport. Is that uh, if you've got a bunch of guys that are willing to go to bat for each other, you can certainly accomplish a lot. Absolutely, and of course, that all started with your first captain, Ab McDonald. And Joe, it's great privilege talking to you today. And again, we we thank you for sharing your thoughts on on Ab McDonald, and we hope to have a chance to talk to you again at some point later down the road. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the, the opportunity to speak about a great friend. Thanks for joining us for this look back at the life and career of Ab McDonald. You know, when you lose guys like Ab, it reminds you what a great game it is. And what makes it great is the players and the people. And when you lose guys like this, it's, uh, it's, it's always sad. And they don't make them like Ab McDonald anymore. So, again, thanks for listening. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the next edition of the Pro Hockey Alumni Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Pro Hockey Alumni Podcast. Be sure to visit us at prohockeyalumni.org. This episode of the PHA Podcast is sponsored by HockeyTournaments.com. If you're looking to play in a tournament or just list your tournament, head over to HockeyTournaments.com.